this is Nadia with Be The Boss Podcast. On our podcast, we talk about how to become your own boss physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. That's right. On Be The Boss Podcast, you can reach out with your questions and topics, and we'll talk about it. In other words, you reach, I teach. So make sure you write in and leave your comments below. You don't got to be the man. But you can always be the boss. Is this thing hot? Good morning, Tampa, Florida. One, two, one, two. (laughs) Good morning, Tampa, Florida. How are you doing today? Uh, Welcome to Be The Boss Podcast. This is your host, The Anime, with the lovely co-host. Na-na-na-Nadia. A.K.A. Naughty Light. (laughs) (laughs) So today is another special episode, all right? Um, We usually don't script any of our podcasts, at least... Majorly speaking, but today is really unscripted, meaning we have no idea where this thing is going. And it's called the, what is it? Meet your host. Oh, yeah, meet your host. Or know your host. I like know your host. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't know me, so I guess you don't meet me. All right, so meet your host. And so with that being said, Natty Light, Axelway. Let's go, let's go. Well, I just want to say thank you, the anime, for joining us today. You're welcome. Even though you're the host, thank you for joining us. It's no problem. <laughs> We're excited to get to know you. And for this episode, I'm just going to kind of erase all the things I know about you because nobody else knows anything about you right at this point. No one knows me. <laughs> So we're excited to get to know you. Um, so we're going to get started, and I'm going to ask you a easy question. I think it's an easy question. Who is your hero? Hmm. Who is my hero? I have two answers. Okay. All right. The answer, the, the more obvious answer would be my mom. Oh. Because that woman is crazy. <laughs> no, she's insanely adventurous, insanely... Like strong, even militant. If like this, there's like people in life where you know, like this person would die for what they believe in. Like they would die for that's it. That's awesome. And that's like a, to have no fear in like your convictions is something that's that's like our deepest potential. And I think she just lives that way. She's a fearless woman, and I'm like, I'm glad she raised me, even though I'm like half her version. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and my other answer would be. So this is interesting. So as children, we create imaginary friends, right? We create heroes. We follow heroes. There's people that inspire us, whether it's the shows we watch, uh, maybe a role model in your life, a coach. And just like in your everyday life, when you talk to yourself, there's like that voice in your head. So as a kid, I created my own superhero, right? And this superhero without me even knowing, had all the ideals that I had as a person. And I didn't realize that. This is a very, like, passive thing that was happening. But I found myself wanting to be, like, the hero I created. Wow. Right? So I found myself, and it gave me courage, like, whether if I was working out, if I was in a bad situation, like, just knowing this hero, this ongoing story in my head was just, like, a infinite source of motivation and, like, something to strive to be. And it's something that was unattainable. Because that was a perfect person, according to my consciousness. You know what I mean? So That's amazing. My two heroes are technically a weird superhero version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> and me, Mazi. So, yeah. Well, both of those answers are very um, interesting. I mean, I know, uh, some people just say, oh, my mom or my dad or 
a Superman, but you you have such a, a deep understanding of what it is you created there. So that's, that's pretty amazing. Um, so kind of switching gears here, um, you're creative, you, you're deep, you're connected with your mom cause she raised you. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, what led you down the path that you've come down? What led you to become a artist and why did you choose to become an artist? Hmm. Did I choose to become an artist? <laughs> or did the artist's life choose you? I think people are inherently artists. I think it's the fishbowl that we're in or the environment that can maybe force your hand and weed out the artist in you. But I think if you look at any kid, just when they draw on a piece of paper, it's a terrible drawing, but it's expression. It's free. It's colorful. It's, there are no borders. There are no frames. It's just I'm drawing a purple elephant and that's what I'm doing and it can fly. And I'm like, that is in everyone. Everyone has that in them. And of course, through the rules and education and the programming, you end up thinking, well, this is a version I need to be to, to make it or to be successful or to not be yelled at or to whatever the case may be. And I feel like the cost of that is the artist. Mm-hmm. Not everyone trades in the artist all the way. Some people are so damaged that they reject the world itself and they end up keeping the artists and our best artists are damaged because they don't need to conform. Very true. And I think conformity is pretty much what kills the artists. So for me, I was lucky enough to have a home to where my mom is an artist. She's mm-hmm. a fashion designer and creativity was always welcome. I remember you told me that's awesome. Yeah. So like I was lucky enough to be in an environment to where what I wanted mattered, the things I enjoyed mattered, like, and there were no rules on like, or no real caps on like what I can explore. And so I was just myself my whole life. And then mm. I put pen to paper and then, oh, I guess I'm doing this now. That's, but if that's awesome. I feel like if I wanted to be a cook, I'd be an artist as a cook. If mm. I wanted to be a, I don't know, an architect, I'd be an artist as an architect. It's just, I think everyone is an artist. So An artist at heart. I like it. By default. Yeah. I like it. So you, we talked about your being an artist. So what kind of um, music do you create? Are you just rap? Are you uh, singing? Tell us about your music. So I, I'm truly a music connoisseur, right? I, I truly enjoy all forms of music. Um, people say that, but they always leave out a genre they don't like, often country. Right? <laughs> like, I like everything with country. I'm like, that's a genre. Um, <laughs> I, I truly love all forms of expression, as long as it sounds good. Like, I'm not going to say everything is good. Some things aren't as good as others, you know what I mean? But I will listen to anything if it's dope. I'll listen to a guy screaming for two hours. I'll listen to flute music, a triangle. Like, it doesn't matter. Beatboxing. I love all music. And it's because I can appreciate or I'm open to new ideas and new sounds. The music I create is basically a mirror reflection of that. So basically the music I make now is a result of my surroundings and my resources. So it's often hip hop. I do a little top 40. I haven't made a country song yet, but I, I know I can. It's in me. Um, <laughs> but when I branch out and start to meet other artists and start to, you know, be around different genres, I will definitely make those songs too. I'm excited. You're, you're, the style of music you're talking about is really what music should be about. It's encompassing different um, instruments and different sounds and just different beats to create something that's beautiful and magical and awesome. So I'm excited to hear some of your songs whenever they're out. You know what's funny about that, man? 
the whole process of how that even started, it came from like how I saw myself, right? So for the longest time, I saw myself as a rapper. But if you label yourself a rapper or any kind of label, you, you automatically put yourself in a box, right? And so all I did was rap because I saw myself as a rapper. And eventually I, I grew up and I had an epiphany and I realized, no, I'm not a rapper. I'm an artist. <laughs> and once I, I self-identified as an artist, which is limitless, there is no cap on what artistry is, I was able to just flourish. Like uh, everything is, is a canvas now. And I love that. And I think that's good advice to anyone. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Never let other people's expectations or expectation about what you have to be or you are mm-hmm. limit your growth. You don't have to think outside the box. The problem is you don't belong in a box. That's it. There's no box. There is no box. Just forget about the box. You don't got to think. Just think whatever you want. Just throw it away. (laughs) The box is done. (laughs) I love that. Um, Let's, I know we got a little serious, deep emotional here, but tell me what makes you laugh the most? What makes me what? Laugh the most. What makes me laugh the most? Uh, Probably tragedy. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe that's, a coping mechanism. So I, I think I'm a deeply emotional person. I think I, I care a lot. Like I can tear up at any time about any topic, any song, music, a beautiful picture, like with tears in my eyes. So I feel like if you're so intently involved with everything at all times, I think the balancing act of that is needing to be able to laugh about it, right? You need to be able to smile even when things aren't going your way. So I think I have a really dark sense of humor. <laughs> And that's just because I actually care too much. So it's kind of like my balancing act. So the things that make me laugh is probably tragedies. But not like, I'm not going to laugh at someone's passing. You know what I mean? But if someone, if I lost someone close to me, it would only be so much time before I can turn that into like a laughing matter or think of something that'll make me smile. Yeah. Or remember the good times right. or the happy times. Joke times. Like I'll, yeah. I'll tell a joke. I'll, like that's just who I am. I rather, I rather, I, I know if I was to, something was to happen to me, I would much rather people be smiling and laughing about it versus being destroyed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's the whole um, Shakespeare, the uh, tragedy, tragedy plays. Mm. They're almost a comedy just because it's, it's life. I mean, if you can't laugh at yourself, you can't laugh at oh, yeah. Things that are happening, what are you going to laugh at? You're going to age so fast if you can't laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all that stress reporting, man, you got to let that out, man. <laughs> let it go. Just laugh all day let long, right? <laughs> let it go. Um, so, Frozen. So, what's your favorite movie? Ooh, favorite movie. <sighs> the Lion King. The Lion King? Yeah. And you're, I, you're the second person I know who who's that his uh, favorite the, movie. Ugh, the original Lion King, not the remake. Yes. Um, and the reason why is I love stories. Everyone loves stories. That's just humanity loves stories. All right. Since we we're in caves, we we're writing stories on the wall. Like that's just always been how we communicate. And when you meet your friends or your family, the first thing you do is share stories. So everyone loves stories. But I don't think everyone realizes how important stories are to our species. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like I tuned in on that early. I'm like, yo, this is what life's about. Like, I really love theater. I mm-hmm. love music. I love anything that's telling me a good story. And so The Lion King, it had the full spectrum of human emotion. It had happiness. It had love. It had tragedy. 
it had songs. Like, <laughs> yo, loves Phil Collins songs. was on the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Like, was that cool. was a perfect movie. And then for a, what was it, eight, nine, to just sit in front of a giant screen with these giant speakers and be engulfed into this insane roller coaster ride. Yeah, there's so much emotion happening. Literally watch the protagonist come from a cub to a grown lion. Like, mm-hmm. you went through a whole life story and then... It brought tears to your eyes, and then the whole African that shit, <laughs> it just touches you. You know what I mean? It does. I mean, you're talking about. It, I get goosebumps. I, I love it was old Disney. Very, I think it was. I think it's irresponsible to show that to children. It's a very powerful movie. It is. It's it a, is. It's so much in there. Like, sets it sets you up for hating all other movies. Yeah, it's like it's always gonna hit me like that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Lion King is it's the perfect movie for me. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I stick it in Disney genre, but Aladdin all the way. Yo, Disney's on point. Now that I think old Disney. Old Disney. I don't understand that. Uh, what's it called? The Let It Go one. Frozen. No. I didn't think that was a good show. Oh, a good again, movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it, kids nowadays, different values, di- different understandings. Oh, it, it's just weird to me. It was There was no character development. It was very quick. It was like kind of choppy. I don't know all the characters anymore. Like, I wasn't even yeah. attached to it. I was just like, oh, okay. Cool song. Yeah, I mean, I think that the song is the only thing everybody remembers, and that's yeah. why it does so good, but. That was whack. I, it, it does. Disney's I, they so much tried, better. but they, I don't think they Yo, did. Yo, Disney was literally Pocahontas. Like, all the movies that Disney made in my childhood were fire. Oh, yeah. Like, no. I, I have all of them. I have all the ones. They're in a vault. Like, they're classic. They're like perfect movies. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. And then now it's like. You know what? We, we gave you all our good <laughs> ideas. Now you just get the leftovers. Yeah. Uh, we're sorry. It's cool, though. Um, so, what's something that you're absolutely determined to do in your life whether it's career or life what's going to be that thing that you will never falter from Mm. so in other words what is my goal in life Mm -hmm. what's your goal in life ultimate goal Mm. oh man this is a weird question for me um i don't think i have any true goals in life only for the, I think because I'm already happy. Mm-hmm. So as I stand right now, I feel happy. I'm grateful. I love all my accomplishments, whether they be big, small, or non-existent. I don't know who's, who's grading <laughs> this. You know who's what the criteria are, but so far, I am very content and very fulfilled with what I've done in life. So everything else is just a bonus. Like I love making music. If I got famous off it, cool. I made money off it even better. I can do more of what I'm doing now, but I'm just going to be doing what I'm doing right now. Like, I'm really content and happy with life, so I don't really have anything that I can fall short of that will keep me up on my deathbed. Like, I wish I did this. I'd be like, well, I tried. <laughs> like, I, did I enjoy it? Yes. So at 31 years old, if I died right now, I'd be like, good job, pat myself on the back. Do, do it. And I would tell my kids to do the same. I'm like, hey, man, it's everything's made up. Just... Just chill, bro. That's a very interesting way to think about it. There's so many. Uh, uh, How old are you? 31. 31. For uh, someone so young to have such an understanding of themselves or what life is and just being happy without... I don't, I don't know. People are always chasing happiness, right? We're always chasing something. We're chasing wealth or we're chasing money or we're chasing the next trend. There's always something we're chasing and... Or career. And there's we forget to be happy. 
So it's because somebody at some point, actually every day, people tell us all the things we lack, all the things you need to be happy, all the things that you ought to be doing. And if that's your culture, if that's the only world you've ever known, then that becomes your standard for yourself. And everything you ascribe to be is going to be external. And I'm like, well, if those things didn't exist, what would you be doing? Probably playing video games or something. Like <laughs> You better just be like, hey, I'm cool. Maybe having a beer or something like you'd be yeah. pretty content with life if no one was telling you hey you need a mercedes or hey you need to have mad itches around you you know what i mean can i christmas <laughs> can i christmas episode no uh if we believe it out i'm not gonna do all that work all the work uh, but um i bite my tongue <laughs> no it's true i mean we're always chasing something that we think is going to make us happy and when you get that to that whatever you were chasing it like, does nothing huh it's just like that is, is you, that it uh fuck i need to try again oh oh i guess look at that you gotta be happy <laughs> look no matter where you go there you are so you just gotta be happy if you aren't happy it doesn't matter what you're chasing so because i'm already happy what i chase is just that's not the story there that's yeah. not the headline you know what i mean like what do you want to be you're like i'm ready yet <laughs> i want to be myself happy <laughs> I, and i oh Next i question. love that and i i feel like um just our generation and the younger generation are moving towards that, wanting to be happy and yeah. not. The as human spirit funny. is becoming important. Again. Yeah. Yep. It's becoming a, a matter of importance. And I, it should yep. be. I know I, we lost that and now it's coming back and it feels good. I, I hear a whole bunch of like youngsters, 14, 15 years old, talking about meditation and being mm. happy and not going to college because that's not what happiness is. I'm like, woo, good for you. Over here, having two masters, being forced to for a PhD by my mom. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) And you know what? And that was if you even if like our parents expecting us to be doctors and surgeons, and that was them grooming us for the world that existed. Mm -hmm. And for that world and that situation, they were right. Like you should be a doctor in this capitalist, like capitalistic world where resources and having the ability and capital to do things are like the most important things. Yeah. Or you'll get hurt or sick one day and not have health insurance and you'll die. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's a matter of survival for the paradigm that they raised you for. Yeah. But the world's going to become ours now. It's soon to be our generation's turn, mm-hmm. turn and we're not going to be about that. We're going to give, hopefully, people can get medicine and, like, go to school and learn whatever they want and become the artists that I know they are to be. And I think when that happens, we unlock the human potential and all the things we're trying to cure, cancer, save the planet, restore this uh, species, anything. I think all that will come to the forefront once we allow people to flourish. And so... And now live up to people's expectations of uh, something. Make me more money. <laughs> so whack. <laughs> so whack. Wow. Um, okay, so I think we're going to be wrapping up, but I do have one more question for you. Make it a good one. What would your spirit be if it was an animal? Hmm. I'm tempted to say three different animals. One is a cow. And the reason I say a cow is because I don't fully understand its domestication, how it's so content with the scenario. Like cows are farm pretty much. Maybe they're wild cows. I just, I don't learn about them. So, but they're just, anytime I see a cow, they're just chill. And they're happy. They they see their kids. They're happy to see their kids. They just they get sad when you take the kids away. Like they're just, but they don't. They're not fighting back too much. They're very like peaceful creatures. No matter. I'm like, pretty much you're slaves, but you're completely peaceful about it. And I'm like, whole bunch of 
there's a lesson there. And I'm like, I think that's what my spirit would be like. I'm like, I don't really like conflict. I like, and I don't want things to go wrong, but like at the end of the day, like I, I want to be happy. I want, I want things to be like relaxed. And like, I just, I find it very noble that cows are like that all the time. And then my other animal would be penguin <laughs> because they're freaking adorable. Yes. And yes, they are. <laughs> okay, can I argue that? And for some reason, this is not common in like the animal kingdom, but they're monogamous. And it's so bizarre to me. Yeah. I'm like, and they'll just die. Like they just are, right, and they'll just sit there and they'll die. And I'm like, but there's, what I find that interesting is like in our culture, like traditionally, like you need to be monogamous or, I mean, it's changing over time, but like it's something that's kind of forced on us. So we don't know any other way of being. And it's kind of like a rule. Whereas in a penguin, no one told them anything. They just decided, and that's the only form of monogamy I believe in anyway, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's not conditional. It's like, hey, I'm with you so long as X, Y, and Z. It's no, I'm with you because I want to be. Like, yeah. I don't need any contract. I don't need anyone tell it's me. It's a like, very pure form. I'm a grown ass nigga. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and the penguin is like, I think that's a boss, man. Like, they just come out the womb and they're like, I'm good. And I'm like, wow. Like, there's no social pressure on that. It's just what you do. And my third animal, wait, what was it? Was it a whale? No. I forgot my third animal. Oh, no. Penguin, cow. I don't remember my third animal. Well, well the oh. penguin and cow are pretty good animals. They are pretty good animals. Maybe, maybe I'll say human and give a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> my spirit and... animal is a human, guys. <laughs> Surprise. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> you did not live up to the expectation no. of animal. <laughs> Man, that last question was too much. It was heavy. It was. It was. It was a deep one. But, um, I mean, it was interesting getting to know you, penguin slash cow. We should do this again. Yes, we should definitely. Um, but thank you for Yo, listening in. You should do the sign out, but you should do it. Okay. All right. Um, thank you guys for joining us today. It's been real. <laughs> and you gotta always remember you don't have to be the man but you can always be the boss son oh, oh. hey <laughs> <laughs>